Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. Welcome to another episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. My name is Lewis. And my name is Pedro. And I am cheesing, and you have no idea why I'm cheesing. My man Pedro, we're in the same room. We are. That's it. It's, it's quite amazing, folks. It's been a blast. I've been on vacation, so getting a chance to leave New York in the cold weather and Welcome hang out. Welcome to Florida. Welcome to Florida. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, hanging out in the studio with uh, you, Lewis, it's, it's just uh, amazing. Glad to have you, man. Glad to have you here. We're going to have some fun, man. I mean, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff and really just just vibe out because, you know, we do this when we're in completely different states. Is it weird? Place. Does it feel weird that we're in the same room? No, it feels better. Ah, I like that answer. It, it yeah. feels better. It feels because, you know, we're friends. So this is how most podcasts are done anyway, right? There's, they're next to each other. You can kind of feel... The chemistry, and mo- you know, a, a lot of a lot of the the feedback that I've gotten is people don't know. They're like, "You guys sound like you're in the same. You sound great. Yes, you, <laughs> you guys work really well again." I'm like, "Look, that's that's Lewis's magic. I'm usually having a glass of wine or something <laughs> when I, when I'm doing the talking, and without you know my neighbors banging. You know, I have these neighbors upstairs, and they're like dance instructors or something. Oh man, yeah, that's the that's the pick of the litter." Got a nice, nice. Uh... <laughs> but uh, we've been we've been hanging out here, man. We've been talking about, you know, music shows. What these these music competitions? I mean, it, American Idol really started it all. It's one of my favorites. How how I think it's like almost almost fifteen. 15 to 20 years old, I, I think they've been... It was a while. I mean, it got to I the point, young, I couldn't remember who the winners are, and that's when I kind of lost track. Nobody cared. I think the first one was... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yes, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly yeah. Clarkson. But who remembers number two? No one. Uh, what was wait, it, wait, Justin? Wait. <laughs> Damn. Um, Justin was something. Was it Ruben? Was it Noah Ruben? No. Nah, uh, the, well, the second no, winner. No, no, no. Justin was the one that the Kelly Clarkson place. beat. Yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, Second place, the guy. Ladies with and the, gentlemen, we'll have another episode and we'll talk about every single winner of every single episode of American We should, Idol. We should do that. Uh, although we, they, you know, I'm sure BuzzFeed has an article that ranks all of the. I mean, <laughs> freaking BuzzFeed, they they rank everything. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, American Idol. I think in the beginning, really kind of took the concept of let's just get people who are everyday. Probably your next door neighbor that you probably said, man, you got some talent, man. You should probably be singing and turned it into uh, almost a phenomenon where it got to the point where, I mean, it was millions and millions of viewers were watching this. I even got sucked into it. I mean, I used to watch. I'm I mean, guilty. What was your favorite part of American Idol? The ones who sucked. <laughs> the, the auditions. <laughs> yeah. She bang. She yes, bang. You know. Yes. <laughs> I think that was that was one of the biggest pulls. Everyone was just who, what they're gonna do now, and how they sound look crazy, and that was the the joy of watching it, just laughing and and, and yeah. seeing that happen. You yeah. know, I heard this is a true story. I heard that when American Idol was about to come out, you know, Simon Cowell was already doing uh, shows in Britain, right? Music shows uh, of of this this competition style, 
and he wanted to be the judge. And they recorded what was the kind of the, con, you know, few episodes of right. this. And they were ready to promote it. You know, Fox was like, all right, let's go ahead and promote this show. And they, the producers or the folks, the big wigs at Fox were like, we, we, we can't have, we can't promote Simon Cowell. He's very, very mean. People yeah. are oh, not yeah. going to eat this up. It was the complete opposite. <laughs> People, he was the magnet of the show. My, the whole point of me watching that show was, what crazy shit is Simon Cowell gonna tell these people? Because I know, I know it's bad. Yeah, I don't, you know. And then there was like Rand, Randy. Come on, man, dog. It's Dude, gonna be your dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me, dog. It's gonna be a no <laughs> yeah. for me, dog. You know. Uh, and then uh, it was um, Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul, the sweet one. Oh my god. Such a blessing. Yeah. Your great performance. I loved you so much. They could be terrible. And she was like, you know what? But you tried. <laughs> you gave it to me. I was like, yo, Paula, no. Yep, no, yep. it's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, that, uh, was, that, was, <laughs> that was a cool dynamic. I think uh, that was probably one of, not only are you going to enjoy that show for the talent that you may see, but just their interaction, I think, was the perfect mesh. It made sense. They had the right balance of mean guy sweet person and the one right in the middle who was indecisive so i think it, it, it worked that's why it worked well all those years yeah and the, the you know the backgrounds of all three artists i mean simon cowell was really involved in, in music and in in behind the scenes randy jackson i mean he did a ton of work i mean that first thing i did was i was like let me google this guy because i don't know and he's i mean he's major yeah. and of course Paul abdul being kind of the name you know i mean my my issue with american idol was the investment piece. I mean, I would I would watch past auditions and I would get into some of these guys and I felt that they were pretty good. And then you get down to like the winners and, and nothing really happened to any of these people. Uh, yeah, you know? I, I think if, if you really look back, I think there's only probably one of the most successful was Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. I think she was the biggest and probably she still is. She's huge. Yes. She's huge. Carrie music. Underwood. Um, obviously, Clay Clarkson. Who did really great? I mean, you got Jennifer Hudson with the accidental Oscar. Uh, I mean, come on, let's be serious here. I mean, she's right where Marissa Tomei is with with yeah, Oscar. I mean, I it's like it. whoops. Fantasia is another good one that came out of that. Wah! You know, Fantasia yeah. with the with the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Hicks, who was like twenty five and had salt and pepper hair. Yeah, I think he, it was on purpose. He was like the crooner cool guy. Yeah, he was. What? Yeah, he was so annoying. Yeah. I didn't like. You know. <laughs> The big man, Ruben Stutter. Ruben Stutter, yeah. Ruben yeah. Stutter. He was season, I think he was season three winner. Clay Aiken had a little bit of a of a, yeah. of a run. And a, a lot of these folks who weren't as big went on to do some pretty cool things like uh, Broadway. Many of them mm. went on to do Broadway, yeah. which I think makes perfect sense for some of the voices that they right. had. So it was a good stepping stone for a lot of these artists. I just think that the show got stale after a while. Yeah, and I think I think folks, you know, just started tuning out and they, you know, in response, American Idol started trying to make changes. You know, I think Simon Cowell was the first one to leave. That was a huge dent and they tried to replace him with a couple of different folks. I know J-Lo at one point was on the show. They did a lot of guests at one point. Yeah, yeah. That rotating kind of, nobody had good chemistry. Yeah. Yep. You know, started, they, was... they started inviting other rec major recording artists. They tried doing this whole mentorship program where they have a recording artists mentor, you know, singers. So they were trying all kind of different things to kind of revive the show. 
And I think uh, in, you know, maybe two or three years ago, they had decided to pull the plug on the show. And then now there's a recent revival. And and I think one of the, ex- I'm not going to say exciting things, but the changes that I've seen is the artists that you're seeing now are more those kind of artists who are superstars in their communities, right? Those artists who are, have followings already, who are established in their, in, you know, their local heroes. Those are the kind of artists that American Idol seems to be recruiting, you know, so they're coming, they're coming with a following. Um, They have, you know, independent records released already, or they have careers. Um, So you're getting a more uh, vibrant, experienced, contestant. You know, as opposed to what it was when American Idol first came out. Yeah, it was like a you said, more, it was yeah. more roar. It was yeah. more, you know, I know this kid who can sing. Let me push him to, to, to yeah. you know. And that's smart because if you think about it, it's American Idol is now be, not becoming a, a, a breeding ground for someone to be discovered. It's more about I am discovered in my town and I want to get past that point. I'm using Out this out. platform. That's it. Yep. Yeah. To, to really get past my neighborhood or whatever the case right. may be. Right. And it's hard because, like we mentioned many, many times, we're oversaturated with access and you miss out. Yep. So uh, this is a, a good opportunity for American Idol to maybe become that. Yeah. And, you know, let, let's see what happens. You know, yep. there's, there's... And, and I don't think that the whole, you know, bad, um, you know, the whole section of the show where they have someone, you know, who's who's um, auditioning and they're, you know, they're not a good singer. I for, for me, this is my personal opinion. I think some of that at this point is manufactured, is not, you know... Yeah, it's I, not I, real. Some of them yeah. actually went to audition knowing that they were bad. Another big problem and that American Idol had was in the beginning, they were getting a big audience because the shows weren't happening every day. And Fox was like, yo, we getting millions and millions of people. We could charge more advertising. And it was like, American Idol, four times a week. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> How can you stretch that out to the yeah. point? It was like four weeks of auditions. I'm like, I don't want to. Come on. You know? <laughs> so I, I think that they, they need to go back to basics. Like you said, choosing artists that already have somewhat of a following. Because now you're like, I'm going to be on American Idol. Check me out. Right. Say it on Instagram, whatever. Viewership's gonna jump up the roof, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then sure. you have now a mixture of all these people there. It'll it'll really make a, a big difference, you know. And there are other shows out there. Yeah, the voice was one that this is right when a kind of American Idol was kind of falling mm-hmm. towards its end. The voice came and took over with a very cool concept, which I like, Okay, which is the person sings. You can't see them. You can't get an opinion about them except for their voice. And the judges, depending on what they like, they choose to take that person on and mentor them. So the judges are kind of part of that process. I like that a lot. And I also like the part where the judges themselves put themselves in a rock and a hard place when they have to take two people together that they're mentoring right. and put them against each other. Yep. So they make, you know, they sing an incredible duet together and you're like, well, one of these two got to go. Yeah. And then the other judge decides that they want to steal them. Th- those concepts make it kind of fun because they're, they're, all these people are talented at this point. And now you're getting to kind of pay attention to what are those artists looking for? Yeah. And... I was watching a, one in Spanish, La Voz, right? And it was very interesting. The 
the judge was uh, Carlos Vives, which is an extremely popular artist of Colombian descent, uh, cumbia, and all, all kinds of wonderful Latin music, Latin world music. And these two artists, the two contestants that he chose, were wonderful. They were great. And one of the things that he told them was, take it down. Mm. You're too good. <laughs> I, I, I was floored by it. He yeah. was like, I want you to be more vulnerable in your sound. I want you to really mean what you're singing. I don't want you to be pitch perfect. I don't want you to touch every single note. I don't want, I want you to feel the music. And I was like, oh my God. And there was a duet that they were doing. It was a, a Mexican regional song. And, but they were, they sounded great in my opinion. I was like, this is great. And he was like, nah, nah, take it down. So those are the types of things that I like about that show is that you really get to see, well, what are these artists look? You know, some were really into kind of like the pitch, the sound. They were, they knew so much more than I thought. And they had some great judges on there too. I remember some of my friends with Christina Aguilera. Kira was on that show. Of course, was Gwen had... Stefani. Gwen Stefani was yep, there. Yeah, Gwen Stefani. I think uh, the host of the Grammys this year. Oh, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is on there for a while. Of course, uh, the lead singer from Maroon Five. He's kind of a staple there, um, as well as the uh, I forget his name, the country artist um, Blake. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Blake yeah. something. <laughs> we'll look it up. <laughs> Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake. He's Blake. Uh, the country um, guy. The country There's only guy. one come there. On. You know who. Come on. Come on. Dude. Dude. Come on. But the, yeah, and that, that was a good show. It's good. And it's been around for a long time. Yeah, for it doesn't sure. look like it's slowing down. Yeah. They also didn't abuse the amount of broadcasts. Yeah, I would agree. Two or three times a week, but they, they stick to it. And like you said, having established artists already of multiple different types of sounds and putting them in different scenarios really take, took that show to another level, that, which is still a good concept. Right. It, no, it doesn't matter when it happens. And honestly, it doesn't, really, doesn't matter who wins. Yeah. And I think the the whole concept of it, of you know you putting the music first, the, 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 what you hear, the vocal first, I think is what's attractive about it. You know, it's not, it's not uh, built around popularity or looks. Because you can have a really super heavy set guy sound amazing, um, or you know the ugly duckling of the of the family sound amazing. It's just cool. To, it's cool to look forward to that being appreciated. You know the the vocal and and your vocal performance. So I've been excited to watch that. And then uh, you know most recently I've been I've been checking out a new show called The Mask Singer. Yeah, speaking of ugly duckling, <laughs> the ma- <laughs> the Mask Singer was a show that. I'm going to tell you right now, I thought that was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard when I saw that. <laughs> and it might just mean being being a little older. I mean, American Idol came out a long time ago and I was like, woo, you know, or just being overwhelmed by reality television at this point. Yeah. I thought this is some stupid gimmick. Oh, my God. But I started reading articles about it and I mean, it was a huge rating success. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The whole concept is just if you haven't, you know, if you've been under a rock and you haven't uh, seen the show, the concept is uh, the 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 singer is Max, right? So they're in a costume, a very elaborate costume because they they really went over the top with the costumes on this show. Um, and the person under that costume is not necessarily a singer, not necessarily an artist. It could be uh, an athlete. It can be a talk show host. It can be 
whatever you can imagine. It's just someone who's been in the, in the light, who's been, you know, in, in the in the spotlight. I think that that's what's attractive to a lot of people watching the show is that you weren't really sure who was under that mask. It wasn't always going to be a professional singer. Right. It could just be a football player who happens to sing pretty good. Yeah. You know, or <laughs> or, or Ricky Lake, who was one. I was like, what? She's still, you know, what? You know? Margaret Cho was one of the one of the yeah uh, uh, Cheech from Cheech and Chong was uh, one of them too. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was Chong. Tommy it was Chong. Chong. Yeah, you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy Chong. Don't ask me why I know Cheech and Chong. So gonna, <laughs> oh, you saved me there. Thank you. We're gonna leave that one alone. But yeah, it was Tommy Chong. For you younger folks, he's the the old guy from the '70s show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, but uh, it was a it was a concept that was super gimmicky, but at the same time, kind of fun because yeah, these, different. They, they took off their mask and you were like, "What?" It was that, yeah. <laughs> that that was the the best part of it, man. And, so you know, the, it, it is a still competition show. So you know, you have three you know three acts going against each other, and the studio audience gets to choose who's their favorite performer. And at the end of the night, whoever has the least amount of votes has to be unmasked. And, you know, and so you have a couple of celebrity judges uh, uh, who are, you know, kind of making guesses at who they think is, is the singer. Yeah, they had some pretty fun judges there. I mean, Ken Jong was one of the judges. Robin yeah. Thicke, who's, yep. you know, yeah, he's had a, he's had it rough last couple of years. Yeah, but, and the uh, girl from the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, I Nicole! Can't say, say, say her last name. Sure, sure singer? <laughs> yeah, she was one of them. Uh, and then, oh, what's Jenny the, McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, yes, yeah, she's hot. She's Jenny McCarthy, hot, yeah. she's still beautiful. Yeah, I she's agree. good. I'm still mad that she's married to one of the New kids on the block. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the other Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Whataburger Wahlberg. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So that that yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see their interaction and them taking guesses. And I don't know how how right they were all the time, but um, spoiler alert. You know, if you if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen the show. Go ahead and mute the uh, podcast at this time. Your earmuffs. Yeah, get your earmuffs. Um, <laughs> The top three uh, for the season uh, came out to be... Uh, well, number three was uh, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight, that's right. And she was the... She was the B. The B, that's the B. right. She was the B. That's so, right, so that's right. That was Gladys Knight. And yep. then the, and Donnie Osmond was number two. Which is good for... So for, for you young folks, uh, Google it. <laughs> Donnie Osmond was pretty, pretty, pretty famous. And uh, and then the winner of the of season one was uh... none of us know. This is the moment we need to know. Monster! Oh my God! Finally! Show us all who's behind the mask of our champion. Mr. T-Pain. T-Pain himself. Uh, side, sidebar, T-Pain used to have this app that let you auto-tune yeah. your voice. <laughs> and I used to have so much fun doing that. Oh, we got to hear some of those. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I th- that's an old phone. But <laughs> it was, and it, and it had a beat too. You could do like, you could sing to the beat. Yeah. I, was, I was like, this is G, you know, but anyway. But yeah, T-Pain won the contest dressed as the monster. So for those who were like, Genius marketing attached to that. Uh, the what was it? The day after, or right when he when the when the last episode was, was the day after. Uh, he 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 comes out with a surprise album. Yep, the one up. Yeah, and uh, what is that? Is that what it's called? That's what one it's up? called. Yeah, one up. 
one one up, uh, two thumbs down. Uh, <laughs> two, <laughs> at least at least according to Lewis, because I didn't get to hear it. I heard. Look, look, I was excited when I heard that album. I, I've been I, I've been saying I've been dying for a T Pain album. Well, you were. I mean, when you posted it online, I was like, Yo, is this the same Lewis? Did not know because he was like, Yo, T Pain album's out. I'm like, You know what year this is? <laughs> I was <laughs> the hell. <laughs> I was I was excited. I was looking forward to his album. I I, I love his music uh, over the years, and he was like on everybody's single. He was all over the place, and he was a, he was a good producer. Kind of had this uh, this sound that really took over for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. and he's from Florida. Yeah, and Tallahassee. Th- th- there was a big Florida sound when he was up. You know, I mean, talking about Flo Rida and T Pain. I mean, these guys really, you know, took Florida to another level, and that was like a really cool vibe, beachy kind of sound. Um, but it, it sounds like you know. He's been kind of stuck in the time yeah, capsule. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I heard the album. Just you know, just my opinion. You know, I, I think nothing new. You know, I think it's the same vintage T Pain. Not necessarily anything that I'm you know gonna gonna Google Gaga over. And I wasn't impressed. You know, it was just a lot of his same sound. I would think you know, if if you haven't heard T Pain outside of his music, if maybe if you've seen him in interviews or on YouTube. There's there's been the myth of well he can't really sing right because he's dependent on auto right that that's been a big that's deal. been the myth right so he's over the past three or four years he's worked really hard to try to break that myth no you know I can sing I can sing and he's done it if you look up YouTube videos you find yeah, T Pain videos good. of him he's good he's absolutely good he's one of the let me just add this T Pain doesn't need an album he is raking in the money from all of his publishing because that that man has written so many hits written so produced. And a produced. bunch of songs. I mean, yeah. the royalty. He's getting checks. Hell yeah, he's getting checks. So he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Maybe, maybe that's why he did this kind of album. He didn't give a shit. Is he? Is he? Uh, is he under a label right now? Um, good question. We're gonna look that up. Um, I think he's on an independent label. I don't think he's on a major. I think he's on an independent. Okay, I was only asking because sometimes people put out these like poo poo albums just to uh, be like, Yo, I want to get out of this label already. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> well, this would have been the one to to, to get his uh, get the boot. Uh, yeah, but, so it's weird. But that that's you know, that can be a problem though. If you you have to be able to first of all, you cannot have no albums for years. Come out with something and still think it's you know this is gonna right. fly. And not even a feature. He 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 hasn't been on a feature. Not nothing. not a major feature. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, even just to be. I mean, the last song that I heard besides what he just came out with was "Up Down." Which came out years ago, and I thought that was good. And that was a, that was a, like an anthem type song. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I thought it was. I was like, okay, this might be the start of something, because I, I like T Pain too. I mean, you know, I'm in love with the stripper. I mean, I lost yeah. lots of money on that song. <laughs> and, and if my wife is listening, we were not together at the time, <laughs> so don't get crazy. But yeah, I mean. His type of stuff was was anthem and fresh and but, catchy. Yeah, but maybe he's I don't know. You can't. You have to. I mean, the, the music passes you by. Yeah. It passes you by, and there's very very few artists that are going to be able to really just move along with that. I mean, Madonna's the only one that I can think of as early as I can remember that the music shift. She was like, "I'm gonna try that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out." I mean, and I like so much of her music because of that. Yeah, for sure. She plays around with. I mean. Her recent stuff, I'm not a humongous fan of, but uh, she's always been someone who was uh, either ahead of the curve or trying to find out what people were listening to and trying to get on that and bring it to the masses. So, yeah, that's true. So, uh, you know, if you definitely, uh, you know, if you haven't checked out The Mass Singer, you know, I think you can catch it on Hulu, maybe. 
Um, Maybe. Yeah, season one. Uh, I know they're going to, they've had a successful season, so I expect them to be back. It, it was, I believe it was renewed for a second season. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll watch just because Nick Cannon is the host and I'm tired of seeing the Black Ryan Seacrest and he's on everything. <laughs> I don't, don't hate him, my man. He's, he's doing his thing. He's doing all right, though. But yeah, it should be back. Uh, right. I, so it, also, you know, check out American Idol, which uh, debuts March third, season seventeen. Season seventeen, seventeen years. That that's that's been well a little more than seventeen years because they had a hiatus. They took a break. Yeah, yeah. But that that's amazing. Yeah. So season seventeen, episode number one, on ABC, March third, eight p.m. Make sure to tune in because it will be tuning in just to see how they how they set it off. And I, I think do they have the same judges? Yeah, I, I believe they have the same judges from last year. I don't know if there were any changes. So I think the judges this year are Katy Perry, uh, Lionel Richie, Lionel, Lionel Richie. Richie. Yep, yep, Keith, and Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah, Keith Country Urban. Singer, yeah, so. yeah. So definitely look out for that and check it out. See what you think and uh, let us know. And uh, let's let's see if there's anything good this year. All right, cool, man. So that's uh, that's that's TV land for you in in terms of music. So definitely uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, I mean, if you have any other shows that we might have missed, because there's some others out there, let us know. And uh, don't forget, please check out the website, www.musicallyspeakingpodcast.com. We have a bunch of articles in there, all the episodes, the show notes. Yep, for sure. Some links. So if you want to find out who all those winners were on American Idol, you can check it out there. And share, share, share on your social media. And... uh... Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. See you. Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, and our blog.